Hey, everybody. Welcome to A Kingdom Project Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Sanchez, alongside with uh, my co-host, Ernie Hernandez. And we are have a special guest on the show today, Pastor Mike from Center of Hope Ministries out in uh, San Bernardino. Right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Tell us a little bit about... Um, your uh, ministry out there? Well, Center of Hope uh, and SOS, um, we're really uh, focused on helping the community and helping individuals heal and grow, cool. uh, move forward in their faith walk, faith adventure with the Lord. Fantastic. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Cool. So we're going to continue with our, um, our series of um, the unveiling of the kingdom mysteries and the, and talking about the realities and, and going through the parables of what Jesus spoke. And so, um, as we spoke last time in our podcast, Ernie explained that whenever Jesus spoke to the crowds, he did it in a encrypted way. And so when he's with the disciples, he spoke to them in a more clear way. So Ernie, go ahead. I, I like how you said that encrypted. Encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to use that uh, next time. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so very excited to have Pastor Mike with me. Yes. Um, he has become just a great partner in the gospel, but also a great friend. And uh, I've been collaborating with them there at Center of Hope and uh, watching as the Lord is just uh, causing some exciting things to take place. One of them being now um, a project we were led into in the Philippines that we're getting ready to launch out into March the 20th. Oh, yeah. Tell so, us about that. So we're headed there to the Philippines with uh, our host, Jade Lalina, okay. who is the founder, director of uh, RockNet, who was uh, recently here in the States. So he actually um, spoke at Center of Hope a couple of times, and uh, I had the opportunity to spend some extended time with him. And um, they uh, definitely are kingdom-minded people. Mm. Um, We're invited to join them for a very special uh, conference they're having there Mm. in the Philippines. And um, we're just so excited uh, what God is doing. Uh, Was not part of our plan, but definitely on the heart of God. And so we're going to pursue, you know, uh, seeking His kingdom, His righteousness, and sometimes that means um, leaving the familiar and going to the unfamiliar. Mm, uh, in fact, most of the time, that's what happens. So, <laughs> um, but for, uh, for our podcast today, um, because we invited Pastor Mike in, mm-hmm. we want to be just uh, flexible and open to the direction of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to begin to touch on um, the very first parable in Matthew chapter 13, which is the parable of the sower. So we'll be going into um, that parable today. Um, I want to start off, first of all, with uh, a scripture or two scriptures in Matthew 13, uh, starting with verse 16 and verse 17. Okay. So it says... Simply this, blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you, 
that many prophets and righteous men have desired to perceive what you are seeing and did not perceive and to hear what you are hearing and did not hear. Hmm. All that to say this, what, what a blessing to see and hear, right? And especially to see and hear the mysteries of the, the heavenly kingdom. Yeah. So we are privileged, we're blessed already because we're sitting at the table of the Lord together and communing with him and seeing and hearing things that many before us wanted to understand and know and they didn't and they didn't have the opportunity we have. Wow. And so, um, and the Lord is the one who opens our eyes and our ears to be able to not just see and hear, but perceive and come into revelation. So it's, it's the spirit that reveals those things to us. And so we are looking today at the very first mystery of the kingdom, which is going to be Matthew 13 and verses 3 through 8. Maybe we should just go ahead and start there, Joseph, if you want to uh, just start and, and, uh, and read that portion of Scripture where we're going to look at eventually all seven parables because there's seven of them, but mm. we're going to start with this one. Seven. I wonder why. <laughs> the number seven. I know, right? Familiar. <laughs> uh, what, what verse did you say? Uh, starting with verse 3 through verse 8. Okay. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have such much soil and immediately immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil but when the sun rose they were scorched and since they had no root they withered away other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain some a hundredfold some 60 some 30 he who has ears let him hear wow wow and so um as we as we begin I uh, just want to encourage Pastor Mike to jump in there anytime you have something. Yes. Okay. I, I, I was really um, impressed when you were, it was impressed upon me when you were talking about seeing and hearing. And I'm running it, I'm, I'm just being made aware of how many people today, even today, are, are not seeing and they're not hearing. Right. They desperately want to see and they desperately want to hear. But I believe that it's, in pursuit of this hungering and thirsting after righteousness sake, where we um, have that ability to begin to tune in uh, mm -hmm. to the frequency of heaven. Um, and uh, I just is reminded of some like right now stuff going on yeah. where people are like, I want to see and I want to hear. Right, right. And, uh, and hopefully this podcast and these teachings and, and, and the like, will help the light come on and allow people to uh, connect and have a revelation so they could come into cooperation with the mm. kingdom of God. I like that. I like that. Pastor yeah. Mike, why don't you go ahead and pray into that to begin our podcast and yeah. we'll agree with you. God, uh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, Lord, that you're here with us, that, that you're utilizing these airwaves right now uh, mm -hmm. for your glory, uh, for your kingdom's cause. 
I ask uh, that those that have eyes but can't see and those that have ears but are struggling to hear, yes. that, God, you would um, remove any barriers or any obstacles. Yes. That, God, um, we would be able to believe and trust you, especially in the difficulties and the situations that are going on in the world yes, today. I ask, God, that you would just um, embrace those in need of encouragement and strength, Lord, Hallelujah. that you would strengthen the weak knees and the tired hands, Lord God. Just mm. come alongside those that are um, in a desperate need for more of you, God. Yes. So I thank you, Lord, for using this time yes. for your glory and for your kingdom's cause. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Mike. Thank you, Mike. Well, again, uh, what a blessing okay, for us and, and then... As we look at the the first uh, parable, um, there's seven of them, and six of them start off with the phrase, the kingdom of heaven was likened unto, or is like. Mm. So six of them begin with that okay, statement. So the parables are already um, describing something okay, that's similar or alike, okay, in these parables, what the kingdom of God is, okay? And, and we studied Matthew 5, which is the constitution, 6 and 7, 5, 6 and 7, the constitution of the kingdom, which was about inward, mm. and the reality of the kingdom, inward. And now we're at Matthew 13, if you remember from the other podcasts, and now we're looking at the appearance of the kingdom, which is actually outward, and so um, the funny thing is, is that this particular parable we're starting with, it does not start with that same phrase, the kingdom of heaven is like. Hmm. All the other six did, but this one did not. So oh, never noticed that. we need to pay attention to details, okay, when we're reading the word, because the more we're able to catch details, the more we're going to see and understand and perceive those things that the that the Spirit wants to reveal to us, and so, um, so not in the first parable. This particular phrase is not being used. So, um, if you remember in Matthew four seventeen, it says, "From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Mm -hmm. So. This first parable, the Lord was going out to sow, okay, to sow the seed of the kingdom. And the seed had not yet grown to be a crop or a harvest, okay, or the formation of the kingdom. So he's just sowing as a sower the seed. So the kingdom had not yet come, but had only drawn near in the Lord's preaching. That's why he said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand or it's near or it's within reach. So he was just beginning to bring the seed and sow the message of the kingdom. And his goal is in his lifetime here on earth is to establish it. Okay, mm -hmm. so we need to keep that in mind as we're looking at the unveiling of the kingdom mysteries. So uh, the the first uh, seven par the seven perils of the mysteries of the kingdom, um, they start with you know some specific things that they're going to un unfold and reveal. 
Um, and this sowing of the seed of the kingdom is a key for us. That's why it's the first parable. It's something really critical and important for us to understand, okay? Uh -huh. um, so uh, the kingdom is very important in this whole chapter. And so I want to call this first particular um, parable the preliminary work to establish the kingdom. So what we're looking at is the Lord's preliminary work to establish the kingdom. So in other words, what he did to prepare the establishment of the kingdom of heaven. It's a preparation that he's laying out. And it's really deep. It's profound. A lot of people don't think that. Okay, they overlook at the, the true... Um, mysteries and hidden nuggets that are in this particular parable. Mm -hmm. So we want to take our time and go slow looking at it. Okay? okay. So let's start with verse 3 and verse 4. Would you go ahead and repeat that? Verse 3 and 4. Yes, he said, And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Okay, so uh, it's very important when you're looking at scripture and especially parables that you identify the metaphors, the pictures that are being used or uh, figures of speech or things like similitudes, okay? Things like, you know, with literary language right. it's communicating something. So right away, you're looking at a sower who's sowing seeds. So... Who is the sower? Who's the one sowing the seed? Okay, that's important to know. Right. And of course, what is the seed? Okay, because we're looking at that. And uh, the sower went out to sow some seeds. So who do you think is the sower? The Lord. Yep, Jesus. It's Jesus. Yeah. Right. It's the Lord. And, and, and that is uh, revealed in verse 37. So a lot of times you can get interpretation from the Bible itself. Right. Okay, so it identifies in verse 37, he who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. Capital S, okay, capital mm -hmm. M, the Son of Man. That's the Lord. So Jesus is the sower, okay, and he came to sow seeds. So now what is the seed? What do you think is the seed, okay? The seed yes, of the word. The word. The word, yeah. Yes. Okay. It's the word, okay, that he's sowing. What what particular specific word is he sowing? Good word. It's a good word. Right. It's a good seed. That means there's a bad seed, mm -hmm. right, or an evil one. But it's a good word. It's the word of the kingdom. Mm. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it has the king's life in it, mm. the seed is the word of the kingdom with the king's life in it. That's a, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to call it, but it's definitely a supernatural seed, yeah. right? Got that right. It, it's almost like Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, <laughs> who had those magic beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. And you think of Jack and the Beanstalk, and it, it, it's actually a bean that rises up to the heavens, right? It goes as far as the heavens. Right. And I think that's an old, really, really old myth, you know, that, that, uh, that story. Yeah. 
So, so we're looking at Jesus. He's presenting himself. He doesn't present himself as a ruler, as a king, not even as a teacher. But he presents himself as a sower. It's really important for us to catch this. Because remember, we're talking about the appearance of the kingdom of God. And he's the king of the kingdom. And he presents himself as a sower who's sowing the seed, which is the word of the kingdom that includes his life in the seed. Mm. So everything is already in the seed, right? Just like in the natural seeds already have everything in it encrypted, if I could wow. steal that word from you, okay, yeah. inside of it, right? So uh, verse 38 says, the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. Mm. So now we're discovering that the seeds are not just the word. That's enough in itself. But in verse 38 in Matthew 13, it says the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. So it's also the sons of the kingdom. Wow. So we're realizing something. The seed that's sown by the Lord into humanity is himself as life, right? To be able to produce something, to make us seeds of the kingdom. So literally, we're seeds. Wow. He sows himself into us so that we could become seeds. I think that's why we're referred to as sons, no matter our gender, because sons carry the seed of the father to reproduce. Wow. wow. Now we're taking seeds yeah. to another level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're sure. right, Pastor Mike. And then You're I think right. about like the environment a seed needs, you know what I mean? Like the soil. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like if, if, it, if you got some bad soil, ain't nothing nourishing from that, you know, nothing's going to grow from that. No. That is a real. That's so. That's so important. What you just said. Yeah. Okay. And that's why Colossians says that we are to walk in Christ. Mm. Okay. And be deeply rooted in Him. Mm. So He becomes the soil or the good earth. Wow. That we are to be rooted in and built up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. In that soil, so you're right. That that's that's really important. That's in Colossians chapter two somewhere. I know it's in the Bible, but yes, it um, is Colossians two. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah. yeah, it's around verse six or something. But you can read it again. But as you have received, it says Christ. So walk ye in Him, being deeply rooted in Christ. In Christ, built up on Him as well. So we're getting a whole picture. Now you're starting to see how that the Word of God is a divine arrangement. Mm -hmm. It is. It's amazing. Okay, the more that you get into the Word, the more you start to see the design, the structure of the Word. So let me just point out three things that are interrelated, okay, as we're talking. Three things. We're going to get to the parable in a minute. But okay. These three things are interrelated. Number one, the word of the kingdom. Like we said, the word of the kingdom. We're talking there about the seed. Okay. Number two, the sons of the kingdom. And then number three, Christ as the life within the seed. Wow. Right? 
And so these are interrelated, they're inseparable. And so now we're starting to see why I'm saying that even the very first parable is profound. Mm -hmm. As we start to look into it, if we pay attention to details and we learn how to study that way, we're going to receive more revelation and more life and mm -hmm. touch God's spirit because the word has spirit and life in it, but we're not touching it sometimes. We're not exercising our spirit to connect with it. We're just studying it intellectually. Wow. We're just studying it for information and knowledge. And that's not bad. But if you really want to, you know, experience it, then you're going to have to pay attention right. and go deeper. So, so the word of the kingdom is Christ as the word of life. We know that. The seed produces the sons. Just like Pastor Mike was talking about. The seed produces the sons of the kingdom. That's us, the believer, right? And then the establishment of the kingdom of heaven is absolutely a matter of growth in life. This is a key point, okay? This is a key concept that we must really capture and really take hold of okay that the establishment of the kingdom of heaven is absolutely a matter of growth in life wow. growth is the key growth in life okay experiencing life enjoying life mm -hmm. growing in life what life well the life of christ of course mm -hmm. okay so the kingdom is not established by outward working, but inward growing. Man, I wish we could just indelibly write that in the hearts of God's people. I'm praying that it's right now being, you know, written with the ink of heaven, which is the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and people's hearts that are listening to this reality. I'm going to say it again. The kingdom is not established by outward working but by inward growing. Wow. Mm. That's why we started with the Constitution that focuses on the inward, the inward reality of the kingdom, because the kingdom of God is without observation. Right. Outwardly, you can't see it, but inwardly, it becomes a reality. And then it begins to appear, right? And then we... We can see that the church, now let's take it to the church. The church can only be produced by sowing Christ as the seed into humanity. The, the church, it, it can't be produced by something else that we've come up with or that we've engineered that we think mm. is going to produce the church. It, it it must be produced by sowing Christ as the seed into people's lives. Right. Feeding them Christ. Yeah. Literally sowing Christ into them. Because it's an inward work. The seed will grow within people and produce the church. That's God's, you know, <laughs> mystery about Christ and That's the right. church. It's a mystery. That's right, yeah. And so um, the seed will grow within people and produce the church. That's God's 
you know, pattern. We have all kinds of patterns of how we're going to build the church. But we're looking at the mind of God, the wisdom of God, and the heart of God. And that's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, you know, uh, Apollos, you know, I plant Apollos waters, but God's the one who gives the growth. Wow, that's right. So what is Paul planting? He's planting the seed. We mm. do have to water, you know, we come along and water the seed, okay? But the, the Lord is the one who gives the growth, mm. amen? So that yeah. is just like, yeah. I think we could just park right there and really absorb that and say, you know, a lot of things. But first of all, take it to heart and like, am I growing? Am I really yeah. experience, you know, the life of Christ growing in me? Is the kingdom becoming a, real, a reality inside of me? A am I being transformed, you know, or am I not moving forward? Am I not mm. producing, you know? Am I just consuming? Unless it's one of Pastor Mike's favorite topics. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> I'm squirming here, in my seat here. <laughs> squirming in his seat over there, I can tell. <laughs> You know, unfortunately, a man's plans and talents um, can produce popularity. And especially here in this, in our modern society, we've mistaken popularity for uh, spirituality or for kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's uh, really challenging sometimes to discern between what is authentically uh, being produced by God and what's being produced by man. Um, and it's just the same thing, the wheat and the tares, and it's it's difficult sometimes to really see, you know, or to know um, what's being produced mm. inside of us. Amen. Um, are we authentically growing, or are we just um, working? Yeah. <laughs> are yeah. we um, are we what are, is what we're producing uh, from God or from ourselves? Wow. wow. And. Um, and it really is, uh, I think right now is a sobering time um, where we really need to kind of evaluate things, um, not to be hard on ourselves, but so that we can make course correction um, and get in in an alignment mm. um, and, and in a place where we can grow in a healthy way. Um, it's so important, so vital, because we can be doing a lot of activities, but not really producing a exactly. kingdom. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I heard when you were speaking, um, we're working harder or working more and producing less. Mm, right. So th that's why we need to, like you said, um, course correct, mm -hmm. find out what's not working. What are we doing that really isn't what God intends for us? Not that it's bad, but that we can be focused on what's really going to produce and what that looks like. So I, I'm, I'm just concurring with you, agreeing 100%. And we see, uh, especially with the example of Jesus, what's popular is not necessarily what's what God's doing. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily the, the popular, uh, you know, bringing, you know, tons of people. Um, I was really, God did, was showing me that that growth is not outward it's inward yes and it had just like exactly what you're talking about it takes this seed and this seed to be rooted and founded so that our life can be 
producing, not works. The Bible says there's works of the flesh, and but there's fruit or produce from the Spirit mm. that, that are, our lives will produce those things, mm. but not uh, perform. Ooh, performance or, or produce. Yeah. <laughs> performance or produce. Yeah, that's it. That's that's good. That's good, Pastor Mike. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, um, uh, it's a matter of life. Nothing will happen without life. Mm. So that's what the Lord came for, right? Yes. He came to give us life. Life giving. Right. Yeah. He's a life giving spirit, and and so it's all about life. He wants us to experience life enjoy life you know and continue to be filled with abundant life mm. um, that's that's who he is he's a life-giving spirit and so uh, his resurrection is all about that that's what it produced wow. <laughs> uh, so we want to stay uh, right in line with that and uh, continue to be filled with more of his life and and it comes through different things you know, uh, experiences that we have and encounters. But uh, let, let's get to the parable again and look at verse 4, okay? okay? Because in verse 4, it talks about uh, some of the seeds, okay, that the sower was sowing and what happened to them. So it says, And he sowed some seed, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Okay. Um, so... And the translation I have, it says, uh, he sowed some seeds, indeed, fell beside the way. Mm. Yours says path, okay? Path. And then the birds came and devoured them. All right. And so there, there's a, already, uh, you know, a picture here of this way or this path, okay, that uh, is kind of indicating that it's a place close to the way. Okay, it's it isn't the, the actual way, gotcha. but it's close to it. <laughs> it's beside it, okay? okay? And uh, because it's close to the way, uh, it's hardened by the traffic on mm. the way wow. or on the path. So it's really hard turf or hard ground. Mm. I think it's being pictured there, okay? And, and so it's, in other words, it's difficult to penetrate Right? What do you think, Pastor Mike? I think that's a perfect picture of uh, when we have our ways and mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're stuck in one, you know, mode of operation, one mm -hmm. direction that, that we can actually uh, detour uh, or defeat God's word from really coming alive in our life. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Is that what you saw? That's what I'm seeing, yeah. Okay. So... What, what it's difficult, of course, we're looking at the condition of four different types of soils in this parable, okay? We're looking at the first one, right? And so it's not just talking about the soil, but the soil itself is a metaphor, okay? It's really talking about hearts, mm -hmm. the hearts of people, the condition of our hearts, uh, because the condition of our hearts um, has a lot to do with us being able to receive. Mm. That's why we have a hard time receiving from the Lord, mm. because our hearts are in poor condition. And so we have to go there 
um, because that's a, that's key for us to be being able to really produce what we were talking about and not just perform. Right. Right. I, I want to just throw this out there that our our hearts, which is actually our soul, our deep, our inner person, our inner person, and everything, have been assaulted a lot of us since from a very young age, mm -hmm. and the enemy knows that if he can harden the soil if he can get us stuck in one mode of operation that that he can effectively uh keep us from uh, moving into an authentic um, relationship mm -hmm. or expression of god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so true yeah, yeah. And, and so now as we're looking at the first parable and we're going to see some similarities here and how this particular par uh, parable it connects with the constitution of the kingdom, the first podcast that we were doing and focusing on. So um, the difficulty to penetrate this hardened heart or soil okay, has to do with the worldly traffic and communication. Okay, there, there's too much traffic communication of the world in mm our hearts are in our lives. So we're not open to understand the word of the kingdom. Mm. This, this is what's happening today. This isn't yeah. just in Jesus's day when he's giving this parable. That's what's taking place. And the reason why I say it's connected to, uh, let's, let's go directly to the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, which is the constitution of the kingdom where it begins Okay, it starts off with, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of mm -hmm. God. Another beatitude is, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So we can see there's a, there's a correlation between the parable and what we studied in the constitution of the kingdom. Right. They're connected. Okay? So it's a condition of the heart. In order for people to come into receiving the word of the kingdom and producing and experiencing that life has to do with the heart. And so, um, you know, let me just give you a, a couple of examples of what we're talking about. I, I wrote a couple of things that may be the traffic or communication of the world. Mm. And you may not agree. It's fine if you don't. Okay. Education. Politics. Even business, mm -hmm. science. When I say traffic and communication of the world, I'm not just talking about evil that's out there. Sometimes we're just filled with so much philosophy, ideologies, mixtures, so many yeah. mixtures of things. Opinions. Opinions. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes, that there's no room for the seed. Mm. <laughs> wow. It can't penetrate. Mm. You're not poor in spirit. You're full of all kinds of things. Right. You're full of it. You're full of it. So you're, I, I'm glad you said that, Pastor Mike, not me. But, you know, and, and so we have to have like an unloading take place in our lives. Literally. A detox. A detox, if you will. Um, so that we can hear the gospel of the kingdom and it will penetrate, you know, into our hearts. So it's something that's kind of crazy, but look at the verse again where it says, uh, 
Well, verse 19, it says, The birds signify Satan, the evil one, who came and snatched away the word sown, sown in the hardened hearts. Okay, wow. In that parable, right? Mm -hmm. The birds came along. They snatched the word sown in the heart. Because it was on the wayside. Right? And so when you look at that, um, you're looking at something that's taking place in a lot of our lives today. And so um, we need to be aware that there is uh, um, an opposition against us hearing and seeing and receiving this message that we're talking about when we, regards to the kingdom of God. Wow. What do the birds signify? They represent the evil one. The evil one. They re represent Satan. The, I believe that the reason they use fowl, uh, or some versions say, is because they fly in the air. They're animals that fly in the air. Mm. And we know he's the prince of the power of the air. Oh, yeah. And that's why I love every opportunity we have to take the airwaves back. There we go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank God for podcasts. Yes. <laughs> and I, I wanted to throw something out there. That word hodos, or, or that word way is actually hodos in the Greek. And it, uh, when it said the wayside, and in a way, is also a manner of thinking, feeling, or deciding. So he's putting it yes. next to the where where we're thinking, mm -hmm. deciding, or feeling. Mm -hmm. And wow. though when we're embedded in those things, we're we're prevented from um, uh, responding to the seed to the truth. Wow. Wow, that's really good. Right? So yeah. I love it. And I love that, you know, God is speaking to us because sometimes um, we go back and forth in our minds and emotions and our will with so much stuff. How can we be receptive? Right. We've got so much stuff floating around in us, you know. And so sometimes we're occupied with promotion, with position, mm. with ambition. Uh, I, I see that happen a lot, especially with younger people. It's mm -hmm. still, you know, a temptation and a, and a challenge for older people, too. But I see a lot of times young people yeah. because they, they're trying to figure out, you know, what to do with their lives. They're occupied, you know, with pursuing a position, um, uh, some kind of a promotion, a uh, title, uh, some kind of Status. ambition that's got a hold of them, right. you know, to be rich or whatever it is, to be successful. And uh, not that those are bad things, but again, if that's all we're filled with and that's what's motivating us, okay, you, you're not going to be a candidate to be open to receive the true life. Right that God has for you. Right. And I think that has to, has a lot to do with like the culture around us. It has a lot to do. It with influences that. us. And, and we need that atmosphere of heaven to saturate our beings with that culture. Right. God's culture, you know? So, yeah, it's so good, Ernie. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of time, I'm going to kind of just switch gears. So I think we are going to do, two podcasts on this okay? okay two parts okay so when i was doing this study um and started 
focusing on soils and especially the first one and then there's more okay if we look at the condition of soils i went to a place um, in the scriptures where it talks about fallow ground okay so there's a scripture in hosea chapter 10 and verse 12 mm -hmm. okay and, and let me let me read it to you and then we're going to talk just a little bit about fallow ground. Plow up the hard ground of your heart. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Wow. Right? He's ready to cultivate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so as we look at that, um, you know, that break up your fallow ground for it's time to seek the Lord. Mm -hmm. that, that's a word for now mm -mm. or a now it word. Is, yeah. okay. I love definitely. that. Can I read it in the, the NLT? Yes. It said, I said, this is the Lord speaking, plant the good seeds of righteousness and, mm -hmm. you, will re and you will harvest a crop of love. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts, for now is the time to seek the Lord, that he may come shower righteousness upon you. Wow. That's, that, oh, if man. that's not an invitation, I don't know, <laughs> I what, don't know it what it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's right. Got and that. that's what God is doing mm. in the earth, and we're the earth. Uh, remember mm. that. So he's doing that in our lives. And so I, I looked up the simple de definition of fallow ground, okay? Mm -hmm. Fallow ground is cultivated land that is allowed to lie idle mm. during growing season. Wow. <laughs> fallow ground, cultivated land that's allowed to lie idle during growing season. I believe we're in a growing season right now. I believe that God's causing his people and the kingdom to begin to flourish mm. and thrive. We're in that season right now. Okay. And, and so this is not a season where you want to just be idle. Mm. Right. And, and just, you know, uh, be satisfied or settled with where you're at yeah. or what you've done in the past or who you've mm. been. This is not that time, okay? Mm. This is a brand new day. It's a brand new time for us to begin to break up fallow ground. Well, you know, fallow ground is, it's like they, they took a plow and they plowed the ground, okay? And they left the ground ready to be seeded, but it wasn't seeded, okay? And now there's dirt clods all over, big you know, dirt clots mm. that are getting hard. Mm. And so you're going to have to break those dirt clods up yeah. to yeah. make the, the soil soft again to be able to be receptive to, for the seed to be able to go deep and be planted in it so that the rains can come wow. and begin to water it and it'll begin to produce. That's what's happening. The plow Many of you may feel the plow right now in your heart, in your life taking place. Mm. Some of us have already had that plow, plow through us, mm. 
right? And now we need to make sure that we cooperate with the sower and -hmm. let that seed take root in us. Make sure, like we're going to see the other soils, that there's no rocks, that there's no weeds, you know, in there. And we're going to be able to produce 30, 60, 100 fold, you know, harvest. Mm. So that's what God is doing right now. And I wanted to bring that to us because I really see how it's connected to the first soil that we just described. Okay. And and so um, sowing is really important because um, what what it's talking about is that we are being exposed. Mm. Whatever's in us is being exposed. Even as we look at the parable of the sower, it's going to expose us. Wow. Right? That's what the plow does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our heart is being exposed in the presence of the heavenly king or the sower. Wow. And if there's hardness there, we know it. We know it's there. We need to acknowledge it, you know, that there's too much worldly traffic in us. Uh, there's too many things that we have that are blocking what God wants to do in our lives. And so there's no kingdom growth going to come. So we need to cooperate with the Lord to make us that good earth. And, And that's the thing about these parables that we're looking at, especially this first one, is that it's not just showing you the problem so that you feel bad and just exposing it so you're left there with an open wound so to speak this is revealing conditions of people's hearts but not that they're going to stay and they can't you know become good earth this is showing us what we need to be able it's a process we're looking at the process of god to make us good soil wow and that's what i'll I want, I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah. We want to be able to be good soil to produce a harvest. Yeah. And so we need to sow righteousness. And so in this verse in Hosea, how do we sow righteousness? Well, it tells us, seek the Lord. Seek. The, it's time to seek the Lord again. And in your seeking, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. He's the one that will break up your fellow ground and he'll bring the rain of righteousness into your life. But our part is to seek him with all of our hearts again and come into that position, you know, receiving and and allowing him to do that work in us till, till the ground, till the ground, get the rotor tiller out, (laughs) break up stuff. Some of us want that miracle grow, you know? Miracle grow. Yeah. Well, like we we turn to other things, like you like like you said, philosophies and and things that are made by man. Right. And not that organic soil. You know, we want quick solutions, or you know. Yes. Or I look at this like this fake plant on my table. It's like I ask my wife, like, why do you buy those? You know, why 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 can't we just get real plants? She says, oh, they look nice. Yeah. You know. It looks nice. Yes. But there's no life in it. Oh, <laughs> you know, artificial life. You know? They take zero work. Exactly. No maintenance. No, oh. no maintenance. 
My God. That's no right, attention. Man. That's right. No mm. watering. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything. But it looks nice. Wow. Oh and sometimes we want to. Sometimes we want to take the shortcut, man. <laughs> that is a picture, Joseph. <laughs> so, man. We're mm. a bunch of fake plants. Right? In the house of God. Right? We're yeah. supposed to be planted by the rivers of living water. Exactly. And flourish. And flourish. flourish. <laughs> and produce fruit. Yeah, man. They can't produce. Remember that the, can't produce anything. Do you remember the wax fruit that you used to put on <laughs> yes. your teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's the fruit. My son actually took one and he thought it was a real fruit and t- t- took a bite. And he's Ooh. like, it was a bad taste in his mouth, you know? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You're ministering just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what Jesus did with the fig tree. I, I, I think he's speaking in parables fruit. right now. I know, I, am is, I know he What's is. going on, right? It must be something in the coffee. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, uh, another way of prep- preparing a field is to burn. And mm. some of us are experiencing, you know, it's uncomfortable, but, but it's actually a preparation mm. uh, so that we can produce. Um, sometimes God has to eliminate things. I, I'm from my own personal experience. There's things that were not healthy for my field or my heart. Yeah. And God had to, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews that He is a consuming fire. Right. And sometimes that that fire, we we think I'm reminded of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That fire was not there to destroy them. Yes. It was there to actually promote them and and magnify the name of the Lord. Um, even all the way up to the the most powerful king of the of that time or had ever been yeah. uh, of that time, mm-hmm. um, King Nebuchadnezzar, to make a mandate that no one would speak ill against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so that fire, um, if there's somebody listening and you're going through a difficult season or a difficult time right now, know that God wants to use that mm. to bring about something fresh and something new in your life to actually elevate you or promote you, get you to a new new level of intimacy with the kingdom of God. Amen. 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 Powerful. I have a question for either one of you. Mm -hmm. For like a young person that's feeling stuck or like spiritually stuck or like they plateaued or like, you know, they they're stuck in like this, ritualistic like place in their life and there's no growth or change what's the practical thing that one can do that's a good question definitely i i would i would recommend first of all that they do what we just you know focused on regarding seeking the lord seriously okay you know making a brand new allegiance to the Lord in their life, but also to come to the reality and understand that true transformation takes place in the church life. Wow. Mm. We have neglected and totally thrown that out. Mm. And yet that's God's plan and purpose for the church. Mm. True transformation is not going to happen by yourself, isolated. Right. Or independent. Right. God wants to bring you into true innocence back to your original design, but it happens within the corporate 
body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Commu- a community. That's why we're together right, right now. Because together, uh, we can come out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Alone, you can't. Mm. It takes the whole you know, tribe. tribe. Yeah. To bring us out of the world and out of Egypt. Mm. So good. Yeah. So good. Anything I, to add on that, Mike? When, when, you, when you asked that question, I, I saw a plane circling the, the airport. And uh, they were doing a holding pattern. And the answer was to connect with the tower so that you could continue on. You're either on your course or to land or and to... Um, get connected with with okay. the uh, um, with oversight. Um, I heard this a while back. Oversight gives you insight, and realistically, we can't grow without each other. Mm-hmm. Just as Ernie was saying, and we need people that can speak into us, that can encourage us, right. that can yes. uh, uh, help guide us. The same way that tower, they, yeah. the pilot, he can fly a plane. Mm-hmm. But he, it's necessary for him to be under the authority or under the uh, advice or instruction of the tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Otherwise, they can fly, but it can be dangerous. And I think that's uh, really important for us to have that kind of community and that connection to help. The, that way we can grow and progress and develop in a healthy way. Perfect. Yeah. Great question. Yes. Thank you. So, I just had that on my heart because I, I, you know, I've been looking at the, at the stats of the podcast and it's like, more younger people, in that twenty-five to thirty-five range. So I thought that's a, that's amazing. That question. So yeah, wonderful. Why don't we go ahead and close this portion of our okay. podcast? Because um, we have a lot more to cover, and okay. we can make it this uh, part two. Okay, and we'll do that. So um, let's pray out, and okay. and then we'll, you know, get ready for part two. All right. Okay. All right. Th- let's pray. Okay. So, Father, thank you for this time together on this podcast with the Kingdom Project in mind. That you are the one who said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It's your church, Lord. You're the one who's building it. But you're doing it through growing people. And we want to be a part of that. We want to be utilized to help propagate the seeds of the kingdom so that people would be, Lord, uh, built and become part of the body of Christ that represents you, expresses you in the earth today. So, Lord, invite our listeners to open their hearts today. If they're struggling, if they're stuck, if there's something that, Lord, they can't get past, uh, to be open and to empty themselves out because when they're ready, the teacher will show up. Mm. You'll bring the right people around them if they're receptive and open and willing to humble themselves and seek your face and call upon your name. We just thank you for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, fellas. Pastor Mike. Amen. It's been a pleasure, my brother. Tell us where people can connect with you. Uh, you can connect with us. We actually have a podcast called Hope Stream. Um, you can connect with us on Facebook at Facebook uh, at Center of Hope SOS okay. on Facebook. 
Um, we have uh, live stream services and also um, our physical address where we have Sunday service at 3 p.m., uh, Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Overcomers, and Monday night study um, is at 1322 Medical Center Drive in San Bernardino, uh, California. Perfect. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Awesome. I'll be sure to include his um, information in the show notes. Um, other than that, God bless you all.